Hello, and welcome back to Suck My Fanfic. I must apologize for our uh, bad keeping to a schedule, but we're two girl bosses, and we make our own schedules. So, I hope you like that one, communist. I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. But. It's also like summer, and like yeah. uh, we're taking like a summer break, in addition to our spring and fall break that we yeah. took around our winter break. And in addition to our COVID break that yes. we're also currently taking. Mm-hmm. So, sweet. That's cool. Go, go us, I guess. Yeah. We deserve it. But we're here. So, I guess you could appreciate that. Right? We're here, you're here, really trying to push the back catalog. That's what we're trying to yeah, do. Yeah, really, at this point, that's the only thing that's saving us, is a yeah. back catalog. We might have a clip episode yeah. coming up soon. Oh, that'd be so cool. A clip episode. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, when we started, like, one of the first things, everyone's like, you have to have a back catalog, or else I'm not listening. And I was like, fuck you. Like, you still listen. And then I realized, like, that's how people really are when they start podcasts. Like, what's also like when you start, like, a TV show? Yeah. A lot of people are like, if there's not, like, 100 episodes, I'm not going to get too invested. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I just started watching The Witcher, and I'm like, "There's eight episodes." Yeah, it's like now I'm gonna have to wait till 2021. I'm gonna wait till season two comes out to even begin. Yeah, same thing with Altered Carbon on Netflix. There were ten in the original, mm. and now there's eight for the second season. So it's like, if you want to watch the whole thing, it's 18 episodes. Like, just go ahead. Yeah, I might just start watching them. Yeah. Yeah. Altered Carbon is amazing, though. Didn't uh, Doom Patrol do their new season? Doom Patrol has a new season out. I have not gotten to start it yet. Now it's time for me to just blow through all that. You should, because I think there's only two left in the season. Like, two more that they have to release, and then they're yeah, done. Yeah, just right through that. Oh, God, it's so good. Gotta have, got have a back catalog. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we yeah, built yeah. our back we have catalog. A back catalog. Now we're just, like, riding the wave. Yes, of the just back riding catalog. the wave. Do you know the character Dorothy in Doom Patrol? No. She's she's in the trades, you lent me. Dorothy. She's a little girl with the face. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's the boss's daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Chief. The Chief, yeah. yeah. Uh, Boss's Daughter sounds like an early 2000s Aston Kutcher movie. It might actually be. The Boss's Daughter. Okay. Anyways. Ashton. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Ashton. Dude, where's my career? Where's my... Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> he's he's doing charity shit. He's letting Mila be the um, he's like the one who makes the money. He's like doing he's like some legit, kids. Yeah. legit charity yeah, I think it's a um, human trafficking charity. Yeah, yeah. That's his big deal. That's where his career is. That's the world we, lives. That's the world we live in when Ashton Kutcher is going to solve human trafficking. Well... Kanye 2020? Yeezus 2020? Anyways, uh, she, the girl that played Dorothy, because she's going to be in the the second... <laughs> she's in the second season. She actually has some sort of... I don't want to say physical deformity, because that sounds really rude. Um, health issue? Okay. They didn't uh, just put prosthetics on an No, she actually... And, and um, people cool. people have been like, shitting on her. Hmm. And she... Like, Doom Patrol has given her their Twitter. Doom Patrol's, she, Doom Patrol's woke. Doom, okay, so, I, I mean, I think everyone at this point understands, like, I'm not going to watch something if they... Like, I'm not going to sit there and be, like, looking for, like, we are woke, watch this. Like, I don't really care about specific... You're not even like looking that. for it. You, you have people who filter it for you. Basically, You only yeah. consume yeah. woke-ture. Just woke Just woke-ture. But I, uh, after Doom Patrol Season 1 came out, I read this article that was, like, Doom Patrol is the most pro-disability show in the world and I was like what in the absolute fuck <laughs> are you, you talking you about you yeah, have I talked about that before you sent me that article yeah but it was just about how like every one of the characters has a physical or mental disability um, or a, a mental disorder mm-hmm. and um, it's about how depicting them honestly and depicting their struggles in a way that is like respectful to it and I'm like I didn't even know that this whole time like I could have been fucking a grapefruit this whole time mm-hmm. <laughs> you ever seen that video no well now I'm not gonna show you the video that's alright we'll watch it later I might just clip the audio in. Okay. Because it has... I, will, I want to show it to you. Though. All right, listener, we're going to transport you to the video now. Insert grapefruit fucking video here. Now, this is my bonus technique, the grapefruit. Normally, you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's going to feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. No better feeling would he ever get than being grapefruited. So what you need to do is you need to, of course, have a grapefruit. You want to make sure you get the ruby red. It's sweeter and it's easier. If you are allergic to grapefruit or can't use a grapefruit for your medication, you can always use a large navel orange. Now, what you want to do is make sure the, the, the grapefruit is room temperature. All you have to do is put it in warm water. Do not microwave it. Do not boil it. Then, once it gets to that temperature, all you need to do is roll it. The reason why you want to roll it is because you want to juice it up a little bit. The juicier, the better. Then what you're going to do is you're going to find the navel. There's two navels to the grapefruit. Once you do that, you're going to place it on the plate and the navel's on the outside. You want to take a knife and you actually want to cut one side of that navel off. Now all this that you're doing, he will not see any of this preparation because 
I'm going to tell you that a little bit later. It's a trick. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take it to the other side and do the same thing. So you should have a grapefruit that has two sides missing just like this. Now what you're going to do is you're going to put a hole in the middle of the grapefruit approximately the size of your man's penis. Do not make it too big. Do not make it too tight. Just approximate. Then what you want to do is you're going to take the knife midway down and make sure it goes all the way through. All you want to do is make a nice hole in the middle of the grapefruit. Now if you take it and make it too big, that's okay because you can always squeeze your hands like the muscles of your vagina. And if you make it too tight, all you have to do is take your finger and push the flesh back. It's just grapefruit. Now, when you grapefruit your man, he has to be blindfolded. There's no ands, ifs, buts about it. Why? If you came to the bedroom with a grapefruit, what is your man going to say? What are you going to do with that? Is it going to burn and all that other thing? So you don't want any of that. So this is what you do. Say, baby, you know what? Tonight, I want to do something a little freakier. I want to suck your dick blindfolded. Your man will blindfold himself if he knows he's going to get some head. So now, your man is in the bed. You have the grapefruit already prepared under the bed. He smelled the citrus in the air. He thinks you have on some new Victoria's Secrets or something. He has no idea. And what you're going to do is be a woman of your word. Now, you have to get his penis erect. So what you're going to do is just suck his dick. That's like you said you were going to do. Once he's nice and erect, what you're going to do is replace the grapefruit from your mouth. You're going to twist up and down on his shaft and suck the head at the same time. Now, ladies, remember, grapefruit is also a fat burner, so you're actually losing weight while you're sucking his dick. Now, once you're doing this technique, it feels amazing to him, but he still has no idea what you're doing. So what you want to tell your man to do is this. Take the blindfold off. He's going to be looking at you like, what the hell are you doing? But he'll never say stop. All he's going to be thinking is, I could have been fucking a grapefruit all these years. And that's the grapefruit technique. Okay, yeah, I have seen that. I, I, just, I just remember the disturbing noises. It sounds like so. Donald Duck getting raped in hell. I mean, like, what? whoa, 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 first of all. Second of all, I just remember, yeah, I don't remember the dialogue. I didn't read the yeah. transcripts from that. I just, someone sent me that, look at this. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. She ends it with, your man's going to be thinking, man, I could have been fucking a grapefruit this whole time. <laughs> Oh man, very call me by your name. That was okay. great. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know that reference. I don't think I want to know. That's a peach. I'm good. I'm good. So opening topic. We got our back catalog. We opening topic. Back to- <laughs> point is, we got our back catalog, and we're not good at staying on point. Teens are writing graphic sex slave fan fiction stories about their favorite TikTokers. TikTok? Oh no! I want to start off by saying I don't know any famous TikTokers except for that Charlie girl. Charlie D'Amelio. Well, she's like number one. That's she's got a sister, Dixie. I've heard of her. And they've got a dad who also has a TikTok. And his most popular one, at least last I checked, was him going, hey, just so you know, I'm Charlie and Dixie's dad. You're welcome, boys. Ew. That's a gross video. <laughs> that's that's like worst dad material yeah, right there. Yeah, fuck you, bro. What kind of... What's his name? Sick shit. I don't know. I... I Charlie D'Amelio's dad. Mr. D'Amelio? <laughs> uh, Mr. D'Amelio, sir, I'm here to pick up Charlie for uh, uh, homecoming. Well, no, so Mark D'Amelio. D'Amelio. The weird thing, too, is like... Where are they from? Um, I'm assuming Italy. <laughs> I know. I, 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 let me see. I, I, it sounds... It's, uh, my, my Jersey senses are tingling. Your Jersey that's, senses that's are tingling. That's why I'm saying. Connecticut. Okay. That sounds about Sounds right. like that's someone who was in Jersey and then got rich. Yeah, moved that's probably it. Um... But what's like what's weird is so you know she's sixteen, Charlie is. Yeah. The biggest TikTok star yep, in the world. Yes, yeah. She's highly sexualized by the app. And by herself. By herself. Yeah, she'd also sexualized herself. To be fair. Which I you know, I don't I I don't know, whatever, you get into whether it's like empowerment for her part or whatever. But it's it's gross that people are kinda of like perpetuating that. Yeah. She moved into the hype house. Okay, I know about this. Dating a guy named Lil Huddy. I've heard the name. He's legal. Is he, um, is he like a musician? No. He sounds like one of them. I think he's a wannabe musician. He sounds like he's from like the Lil Coaching Tree, the Lil Waynes, the Lil Yachty's, all those folks. Well, see, the weird is, it's all one word. Lil Huddy. 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 I don't know. Uh Uh-oh. Social media personality. Cool. He, he's also one of the co-founders of the Hype House. Good friend. He's legal. Whatever. I mean, I think I started dating beforehand. Yeah, it's, okay. It's California I, rules. Very French there. I'm aware that they're, oh yeah, the, cousin, the dangerous cousins or whatever. Yeah, from, well, yeah, yeah who cares? From uh, Arrested Development. I understand that they are 
together, and I understand that they're both very powerful people. Yes, yes, very powerful people at eighteen and sixteen. Very powerful talkers. Talk. Very powerful. Also, talkers. you're going to be talking to me about fix, fan fix about TikTok, fic talks. Fic, I like that. Or tick uh, No, no, fic talks. Tick No. Tick fox. Fic talks. Fic talks. Fic talk. Um, there's just a there's a really gross YouTube channel that is like um, the Hollywood Reporter sort of, but they just like follow TikTokers around and like, hey little hoodie, are you still with Charlie? And the dude's like in his fifties, like. Filming them, like, yeah, yeah, you guys kiss, show us you're together still. And it's just, like, really weird. Um, Well, I mean, they're just applying the age-old, like, you know, TMZ method to the new generation. So it's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Yeah, the guy's 50. He's been doing it since, like, Brangelina. So it's the same deal. Exactly. I had to take a a class in undergrad called History of the Western Race and Representation in Hollywood. Mm. History by Hollywood, Race and Representation in the Western. That's what it was. Um, in like the Western, the American Western. It was like, American Western film studies history class. Gotcha. If that tells you what I get myself into. <laughs> I only took it because it was online, which fucking awful idea on right, my part. Right, right. Um, Everything was solved when Get Out came out, though, right? Absolutely. Everything. Was Get fixed. Out came out and it was like, oh, we're, movies we're, are movies are cool now. We're good. We're fixed. That fixes all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really funny because the whole thing was about like, you know feminism and empowering native voices because they were very easily erased in all of these western movies plus the Mohicans but it was really weird because in the uh, textbook it started it talked about like the history of Hollywood and like how the studios were like went from New York to Jacksonville to mm-hmm. Hollywood to Jacksonville Jacksonville at one point was considered black Hollywood cool. and that's while it was uh, it was after it was white Hollywood Jacksonville was going to be the place that took um, New York's spot as all the places to film movies but it didn't have mountains because it's very mm. flat so they had to go out out west. Interesting. Because they wanted to film all these different types of movies, but you really only get so many settings in a place like... It's diverse, but there's no elevation. Because you can get like beach, swamp, yeah. forest, but yeah. there's just no elevation. There's no elevation, so you don't get those cool mountain shots. And Especially... Every, everyone's addicted to westerns. At the time, westerns were super popular, so right. you had to be out west. Sure. Um, and that's where Reagan was, and he was going to become president, so you had to give him a platform. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. It's all uh, conspiracy. But the, it's really funny because, you know, they're sitting here trying to like do all these things to correct all these issues... And then the textbook's, like, super anti-Semitic about how, like, Jews started Hollywood and started mm-hmm. the concept of celebrity and, like, award shows just to make more money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if I'm vibing with this, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we're here to correct, like, a lot of, like, misinterpretations, but I don't think I'm vibing right now. Right. This is vaguely anti-Semitic. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so TikTok, the popular video streaming app with an audience of over 500 million. TikTok, has- if, if, if you're listening to this, you don't know, TikTok is, like, Vine. And if you don't know yeah, what Vine is... it's like Musical.ly. Yeah. Which like came musically. after Vine. Yeah. Uh, well, TikTok's a little more collaborative than Vine. Is it? No, it really is. Oh, with the hype house where they all... Well, like no, 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 because the, the, whole, like, the whole point of the, the TikToks and Musical.ly was to... Have two um, people like yeah. lip syncing or singing yeah, and it comes the same, together. Yeah, be, be collaborative. But how many of the big TikToks now have like that dual screen? None. It's like they all get together now. Yeah, exactly. It's now Vine. Yeah, it's basically just Vine now. There are a few standout stars that have quickly risen to the ever-coveted status of TikTok fame. However, it appears that with fame, fan fiction... Inevitably follows. Uh, this is yeah. from insider.com. Yeah, we agree with that. Fan fiction is exactly as the name describes. Okay, we don't need to explain this. <laughs> I want to hear what the, is it? A, is it a funny description or is it like a purely like copy and paste fiction written by fans? <laughs> That's all they say. Um, the whole paragraph's a waste. There are nearly ten thousand stories on the popular fan fiction website Wattpad that showcases TikTokers as their subject. Yeah, matter. Wattpad would be the. It's like Wattpad is the TikTok of fan fiction. It's so, like little bursts. Interesting enough, I was walking through Barnes and Noble the other day. Wattpad has their own publishing imprint now. Really? Physical books. So now they're using those like stories that get six billion views. Yes, and they're publishing them, and they're making money off. Instead of, it. of so they're making money. Are they giving any money to the people who put on their platform? No, not unless they publish your book. There you go. No. So they're just using people's stories. They're using the fact that there's on their platform to make money. Yeah. But think about this: they missed out on Fifty Shades. They could have. They could have made billions. Well, they didn't have Fifty Shades. I thought that was uh... Fifty Shades was Wattpad. And then she took it off. Uh, yeah, she took it off. Yeah, or mm-hmm. it was fanfiction.net. But they, oh, no, no, after. After. They could have had after. Yes. They could have had after and right. made all that That's money. The and they views. didn't. Hmm. So now they're publishing. So now they're fiction. like, well, fuck us. We is, could have been fucking a grapefruit this whole time. Is there is there a disclaimer <laughs> that says, like, what is on here is ours? No, 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 no. They're, they're paying the author. Oh, they are. They're not paying. So it's like, you don't get money just how for are you, how are you tracking down? How are you tracking down Kitty Licklick 69? Well, you like, sent the email because you have to register with an email. And you're like, hey, Kitty Licklick, you got six billion views. Mm-hmm. Do you want to fuck a grapefruit or what? Right, right, right. You know? <laughs> so um, TikTok fanfiction can include graphic content. So what, when I tell you this TikTok, this weird, what do you, what do you picture? 
What do you picture? Oh, just like your run-of-the-mill, gross, like, sex thing. No, what's the dynamic? Who do you think's doing what? It's, I'm only asking because I was surprised. Who do I think's doing what? Yeah. Uh, like, between, like, little Huddy and Charlie. That no, 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 no. What do you think the people who are writing this are writing about? What are the situations they are writing about? Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I'm going to show the, like, high school AUs. So where all the TikTokers go to the same high school? I read Sex Slave, and I was thinking that it was young adults, because mm-hmm. I don't want to say children, mm-hmm. young adults, writing these stories, like, taking a little Huddy and, like, putting a rope around his neck and taking them back to their houses. Oh, you're talking about, like, the fans doing things yeah. to the talkers. Oh, it's probably the talkers doing things to the fans. The, the, the common tropes are that their parents are taking them and selling them into sex slavery to the TikTokers. Wait, the That's what these girls are writing. The author's parents are selling yes. them? <laughs> that's what? what? That's what's going on. Okay, Mr. Anthropologist. I want, you to, <laughs> I, want, I want you to break down what is happening in the zeitgeist to make that, you know? If you're, so a, if you're, uh, if you're Ramses II of Watchmen, because I just read it, and a, you're like, what is, the, what is the culture that's like making this the most dominant fantasy? So, A, they need a psychiatrist, not an anthropologist. <laughs> That's the first one. Uh, no, so I think that, personally, I think that speaks to a lot of celebrity culture that's been present since Elvis Presley, especially with younger females. Sure. Uh, if you really want to get anthropological about it. I'm sorry, specifically why they're in servitude and being sold by their parents. So, call it biology, call it society. Yeah. It's a nature-nurture question, which we don't need to get into right now because that's like a whole podcast in itself. Right. Answers mixed. That's okay. Um... There is a phenomenon, a trope, a, a thing that's out there about how women particularly, especially younger women, are more attracted to perceived power than possibly looks or possibly money. But if you're thinking money is power, then yeah, money and power. Okay. So the issue would be we're living in a society, right? We live in a society. First and foremost, Joker should have won... Uh, best picture because we live in a society. We do live in a society. I don't know if you're joking about that. I thought Joker was a fantastic. I am. Movie I, am jo- I am joking about that. Oh, I don't think it should have won. Yeah. He was really good though. I'm glad he won. It was, it, was it, was a, it was a great, fine film. A great film, masterpiece. If I must say, say so myself. Sure. We live in a society mm-hmm. where we are Murray. Murray. <laughs> uh, if you think about it, you know people always talk about like content, and that is sort of like content is king. Content is sort of like. The production, the 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 tangible. It's not even tangible, but it's like this intangible like thing that people are good that people are yeah. producing. It's like all trades and services go to put the lights and everything together, yeah. and the cameras are rolling, yeah. and then the little in the middle is content. So especially with the internet, especially with smartphones, the the currency is and no especially longer, with Quibi, especially with Quibi. The currency is no longer money, but it's attention and time. Hmm. Because you're getting money from people's attention and time. Yeah, the more then, eyes you have, the more impressions you have, exactly. the more time spent on something. So, Fair. if that is the currency of the day, hmm. and if that is what we are valuing as a society, hmm. particularly the younger generation that is growing up with these things, right. then I personally, in my non-professional opinion, mm-hmm. feel like these younger women are perceiving that these men, these, mm-hmm. these TikTok e-boys, mm-hmm. are powerful in their own right because they have a following because they have a platform because they have one billion sure they have attention they also have money they also have money and therefore they would be willing to be sold into sex slavery because these boys are so desirable that is coming from why not just be in a relationship what is it about what is it about male (laughs) who doesn't have a tiktok what is it about the slavery like aspect that's so it's so pervasive I have no idea. That's what I was asking. So, okay, we don't have any idea. Let's read the article. <laughs> Let's read the article. Then. No. A popular theme of these stories includes young girls being sold to TikTok boys by their parents into sex slavery. The writing is brief, lacks gr- grammatical clarity or for- formatting, and closely resembles a stream of instant messages. Though the stories are often short, they depict scenes which are graphic in nature. Violence, aggression, rape, and being tricked into unprotected sex are amongst the most concerning. Fan fiction is nothing new. Why the fuck are you writing about this? Okay, this is we are the fanfic experts. I don't need you to be telling me this, insider. Yeah, they're just filling. They're trying to get their word quota. Yeah. So the basic story. is The that, basic yeah. story is this. Yeah, they do have a word quota, and I'm giving them the impression. Um, so here's here's a uh, an example they give. Um, he goes into his drawer and his closet and grabs cuffs and ropes. Jay, you've been naughty, and you need to be taught a lesson. Literally, none of that makes sense grammatically or. You know, spelling wise, that's okay. <laughs> B, Jaden, please stop. I really don't want to do this, RN. 
Jay, I gave you a chance to fuck someone else, and you didn't, so there's no more chances. Hmm. So, the whole the whole article really does start going into like, why are they doing this, and is this good? Why are they Why are they talking? Well, I'm not. I don't care much about mm-hmm. judging whether it's good or not. I, I'm more interested as to why. So, according to the psychologist that they talk about. They think that because Americans are prudent about sexual culture, which we do generally tend to be. One of the classes I taught, which had to do with sexuality, um, very interestingly, uh, one joke that I made, which is true, is remember kids, all the people that came here from Europe were the crazy religious ones. Right. So we do have a, a, a society mm-hmm. founded on, um, you know, being prude. Sure. You know, uh, being little, yeah. little zealous religiously. Uh so the idea is that because we're prudish about sexual culture and we get very little guidance, hmm. that is these girls exploring what's going on as they're aging with lack of guidance. I think it's – I don't I don't really vibe with that, but Dr. Carter says so. It's interesting so. where it's like we have a, a society where anything about sex is so subversive that yeah. it doesn't take – it gets lumped in with the same category yeah. as other subversive activities. Yes. It's like if you're going to talk about – Plain old missionary. You might as well be talking about domination. Yeah, you might as well be talking about anal penetration. I, I, like, I, anal penetration and just normal sex are like as likely to appear in Ted Cruz's vocabulary, you know, as each other. You know I'd what say I'm so. Like, if yeah. one's going to happen, then the the, the the lid is off the jar. Yeah, Pandora's on the jar. box is open. So I was going to read one of these, but the thing is, I don't really know any of the TikTok people. Neither do I. I don't really get it. So I feel like if you're interested, go on a Wattpad, find one you vibe with. I don't know any of the send it, and then the send it to send us. Send it to us. We'll read it. Yeah. I mean, explain it to us. And they're all like these message. What are those called again? The fix where it's like messages. Like oh, dialogues. I don't remember what those are called, but there is a, a trope for that. Yeah, and if it's one of those, then we'll we'll uh, whack them out. We'll figure out the voices. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. We'll do a radio and so, plan. you know, just if you like it, go ahead. But I just thought this was an interesting thing to talk about. I also think it's interesting to mention that um, TikTok e boys have a particular thing called eye rolling. Have you have you seen what I'm talking about? No, do it for me. So what they do? Do it for me. You want me to do it for you right now and then yeah. I'll explain it? Yes. Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right, explain that. I would love to hear this. I'd love to hear what the heck that just, what I just saw. So the, <laughs> the idea behind it is that they, they put their head up to their, their hand up to their temple. And you know when you're like, when you have like your, your hand on a table and you're like drumming it, drumming it with your fingers? You do that with your on the side of your head, and while you do that, you roll your eyes up into the back of your head, and then you like shake your head, and it's just this really weird like, oh, I I don't I, it's you know this we're is gonna a, put a gif of you doing it on Twitter. Oh fuck yes, I would I would do that for sure, and so that is popular, and I just wanted like I've literally seen videos of girls, um, you know, girls who are TikTok age who are interested in that stuff, going to these fan meetups to, for these TikTok boys. I didn't even know that was a thing. And literally, the boy will like jump up on a table, and he'll be like, shh, 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 and he'll quiet all the girls, and then he'll look around, and he'll just do the eye roll thing, and they will go fucking nanners. There are jokes to be made, but they are underage, and I feel uncomfortable. So none of the jokes are going to be made. Um, <laughs> Ryan's drawing to me doing it. Uh, that's a good drawing of it, especially with like, how quick it was. So there's a tick, the, the TikTok e-boy eye roll, and I just wanted to compare that to the girl version. The e-girl version. There's an e-girl version. The uh, the uh, he gal. Do it. It's it's a oh yeah. No, I've seen what you're talking about. Belle Delphine's famous for it. Okay. So I wanted to make that comparison that now we have these highly sexualized e-girls with the ahigo. Honestly, that like eye roll thing that was very anime. What you're what you're doing. I know. Unfortunately, here I'll show you my art. The podcast version of that is we get really mad and we get that thing on our head. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you ever want to. Just just users or people listening, if you ever just want to cringe to, like, the maximum amount, just pull up a TikTok e-boy eye roll compilation. Unless you're a female and you're about 16, in which case, you're already watching those. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, see, don't they hurt your yeah, soul? Yeah, it does. And, you know, the thing is, I'm not even that kind of guy that's like, yo, man, I'll be masculine. But, like, part of me is, like... Have some self-respect. Have some self-respect. Is that a, That's a good way to phrase it. Because it's just, like, this, like, this is, like, uh, this is something I would see, again, I, I, this is something I would see, like, cape, like... Like a K-pop band, doing. yes. Like, um, yeah. What's their name? I actually, like their music. Uh, BTS. 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 Yeah, yeah. that's like a BTS. Oh, like a that's BTS a BTS thing. thing. Yeah. So they there's an eye roll. I just wanted to bring it up because it bothers me. And the Higo things. You that know, thing, like no, anime hentai. That so. is like, that's like 
sexual, and that, that that's what, the he just, yeah. Well, the girls treat the eye the eye roll as sexual. as sexual as well. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So yeah, I I just wanted to talk about it. I just want to bring it up. It bothers me. This is our platform. This is where we can talk about this stuff. If it bothers us. Maybe you know what? Maybe it bothers us just because. We don't understand it, and we're the old heads now. Look, I'm an old head, and I'm, I've accepted that. I'm more than okay with it. I'm more than, like, fine to just be reserved to sitting in my apartment and reading and not contacting, like, making contact with anybody outside of doing this podcast with you. Mm. Like, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? I, I already, I've, I've been called an old head by my students, and I'm not that much older than them at all. Um, I had one literally go, oh, well, we have this thing on TikTok that you probably don't know about because it's a little, it's, you're a little too old for it. And I'm like... How the fuck old do you think I am? Uh, quite old in internet. Uh, apparently, yeah. Very and also, old. speaking of e boys, I found a picture of me from when I was like nine. You were an e boy. I okay. <laughs> oh so gosh, here the, we go. The e boy thing is they have a middle part. Okay, it's very popular. It's middle like Dwight part. Schrute. I could probably do that. You could, yeah. You, oh, dude, you could get a middle part. Yeah, you look like a TikTok. fucking e boy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so they have the middle part, and then they wear like they wear all the designer shit earrings. I didn't have an earring, but my mom always wanted to like. Made me look fresh as hell when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Nice. Um, within reason, because we didn't have any money. Right, so right. I was, like, wearing shit from, like, Baby Gap. Sure. But, like, I had I had the middle part. Down, yeah. I had a Gap on. You had a like, middle part? How did that work? Oh, it looked it looked weird. <laughs> How's that possible? Okay, so, when I was, so now when my hair grows out, it grows out in a Jufro. It's very curly. It's just out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't grow down. Yeah. When I was, a, when I was a, a, you know, at that age, uh, my hair was, like, almost, like, bleach blonde. Like, super light. Mm-hmm. And it would grow out, but it would grow out wavy. So mm-hmm. I'd have a middle part. But it would, I would be wavy and blonde. And I looked, literally, me at nine, me at nine, mm-hmm. looked exactly like these 18-year-old e-boys. Hmm. You know what? You know what? I just figured it out. When you told me middle part, I was like, that sounds... And then I was like, I did my middle part, and mm-hmm. I was like, I know exactly what happens when I do my middle part. It's such a 90s look. Yeah, it's a 90s look. You look like Sean from Boy Meets World. You look like Sean from Boy Meets and World. And we're like, our like 80s of today yeah, is now the 90s. 90s. So like yeah. people are looking back and like, oh, that's like the hot thing yeah. is yeah. to look like that's Sean exactly from what Boy is. Meets World. So you were looking... It's funny too. You looked way out of style what's, in the 2000s, did, but yeah. now you look retro. So the thing is, what's, what's really crazy too is like, you know how we're like only 90s kids remember? Yeah. None of these kids on TikTok were born until the 2000s. Well, it's like all the people like 10 years ago who were obsessed with the 80s culture. Yep. None of them were born in the 80s. Nope. And the 60s, that's a long gun. That sucks. I mean, I'd rather do, um, I'm thinking 1930s, 1920s, yeah. Roaring Twenties. Can we bring that back? Roaring we did 20s? We did Roaring Twenties like two two years before and after Great Gatsby came out. That was 20. That was fun, though. It's done. We had, we had a party at Gatsby Prom. It's done, though. That was actually pretty lit. It's done. It's done. Yeah. Damn it. All right, we'll go to the 30s. We're in the 90s now. We're in the 90s now. We're in the 90s. That's what the middle part is. No, it is. It's a 90s thing. It's a middle part. It's yep. a 90s thing. Puka shell it. necklaces. I, I bet they're coming Puka back. Puka shell necklaces are coming back. Thin, thin gold chains. I'm sure. I, like, you showed me one. Oh. That's all that stuff. So it's it's that. Well, think about, you know, the, the like, the funny the funny joke of, like, the... Um, I don't know. I don't know why boys... Also, like, I'm pretty sure everyone already knows this. We just had this real... I just had this realization what? now. Oh, what, the 90s thing? Yeah, and, like, the Visco girls, like, they're all wearing, like, scrunchies and stuff. That's all... I knew that was 90s, but now I'm seeing it on TikTok. No, you're you're vocalizing it you're putting it into word form i think in ways that i've been thinking about it i think people have already figured that they out. might have but we're just late to the party we're, we're old, old, old heads. Heads. we're late <laughs> we're late to the gatsby themed party that we threw when everyone already yeah, got rid of their yeah, yeah, their yeah, flapper yeah. dresses it's like okay. i'm getting i'm thrifting that yeah but i don't like it i don't like it but i don't know oh, oh what I was why saying? don't you buy a house and then go stand on your front lawn and shake your fist at work how's that sound i can't buy a house i'm i'm a millennial we're never gonna own houses that's true. Why don't yeah, you go put your avocado toast out somewhere on the yeah. on the side? Why don't you go stand on the front of your parents' lawn <laughs> and shake your hand? Come out from the basement. Yeah, well, on avocado toast yeah. and shake it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know how like that is like that meme of the the girls who wear like Nirvana band shirts and they've never listened to Nirvana. Yeah, now they are because it's the nineties. They're listening to the music. They're, they're still not. They're fu- still, no, they're still, still not listening to Nirvana. Still not. And the boys are just getting so like possessive. Nirvana. I bet you can. It's a terrible look. Yeah, it's it's a bad look, boys. It's a bad look, boys. So. Just want to talk about that. TikTok, fan fiction is a thing. It's sex slavery, and there are a lot of eye rolls involved. And they're fictocks, and we came up with that. You know, we, we came were up with that, that, so thank you. So I want to talk to you today about a trope that I don't think we've touched on just yet. All right. It's very interesting. Uh-huh. It's the soulmate trope. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where, like, the two characters are, like, Jim and Pam, soulmates? and So that's what I thought it was. That is not what it is. There are uh, multiple manifestations of this trope. All right. I have a few examples. You're going to pick the one for me to read based on the soulmate trope example itself. However, Do we have like an overall yes. template for the soul? Red string of fate, meaning that two characters, particularly mm. ones who are normally in a relationship, get strung together by this red string of fate, 
and something occurs at a specific point in time that lets you know that you have met your soulmate. Hmm. For example, ah, you were born. Notices. Senpai notices. Oh, like in Twilight, you might be an imp- like that impression upon something. Uh, let's hope not. Okay. You're born, and you have a phrase tattooed on your arm. When oh. you turn 12, you have a phrase tattooed on your arm. Your soulmate is whoever, the first words they say to you are those words. It's like it's on your skin it's when you're on born, your skin. or like your parents tat it, it, you up. It depends on whoever your parents don't tat you up; it'll just appear. It depends on how it's written, though. Sometimes it, it develops when you're 13, 18, 30, or you're born with it. Okay, that's one. Maybe you're born with it. Maybe you're born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Sure. Would it be like a? Would it ever be an instance where it's like a finish the phrase? Like I'm born. I'm like make oh, America, funny. and then someone's <laughs> got great again. Oh fuck! And then we just intertwine. Yeah, uh, I don't think so on that one. Okay, yeah. but another example is. You are you see in grays until you meet your soulmate, and you see in colors. So that's I'm going to call that the giver. That's the giver. Another one is uh, you can feel everything that your soulmate feels until you meet them. The voodoo doll. The voodoo doll. That's good. I like these names. Another Free word one, association. Yeah, yeah. Another one is um, you are all given watches at birth, and the moment you meet your soulmate, your watch starts ticking. That's the in time. You ever seen that movie with Justin no. Timberlake? No. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. They, like, pay for coffee with, like, minutes. Yeah, their life. Yeah, their life. Okay. Dude, we should watch that again. Mine's blown. Again? I haven't watched it the first time. Um, <laughs> you know when us as a society watch yeah, that us movie. as a society. So those are some examples. So the whole the whole purpose behind this 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 trip. My watch just started thinking, by the way. Who'd you just meet? Maybe I'm seeing you for the first time, buddy. Wow. Fuck. Okay, keep Damn, going. Damn, mine is too. But, <laughs> but it's, it's, an, it's an Android watch. <laughs> um, so... We're all given watches. Who? By who? <laughs> so this would be like like Steven Universe, but like in the universe where everybody gets Everybody watches. gets a watch. Yeah. Or like Cat Dog. The yeah. Cat Dog gets a watch and when then, it's born. Like the weird thing is people still like get married and have kids even though their watches aren't ticking. That's sad. Yeah, it is sad. That's life. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> That's a really good metaphor. Fuck. Hmm. Uh, so. That's crazy. Are... The Dexter's Lab where yeah. everybody has watches that they're given at birth. <laughs> Dexter's mom is thick though. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Dude, so is your watch ticking? Now it is. Um, that sounds you know in uh, in South Park it made the South Park reference when, in the uh, mystery of who made Dookie in the urinal. There's the Hardly Boys and they're like, I just got a raging, raging clue. clue. That's yes. like now it's like my my watch ticking. You know I don't know. Um, so those are some examples. So the whole trope, TikTok, okay. The whole South Park, or not South, the whole soulmate soulmate trope. Yes, trope is you're tied together by something. You meet, and then that thing changes. And, and are you aware that, the, like, I'm waiting? When will my watch start to tick? Like yes. Cinderella at the yes, window? Yes, you know. You, can, you, know. you know the significance and of the watch. And so the thing is, some people get really lucky when it's, like, really specific, where it's like, I'll have, you know... What a, she's having. Yeah, I'll have what she's having. And, like, that's what's tattooed on you, and you're like, that's a weird thing to have tattooed, but I'm looking for the person that says that around me, please. Can you just say it, please? Anyone? Um, and, you know, I'm also... I'm very perceptive when I'm like out and about in public. Like, what if you're just walking by and you like read someone's tattoo? I was about, and you're like, you oh, fuck, because like, you could just say it. Yeah, you could just say it. So already, that's a very dangerous thing. I would have it covered up. Already, we've given two minutes of thought into this. We're picking it apart. I would don't have think. It, about I would it. have it covered up. You can't fake a watch ticking. No, you can't fake that. No, that's but the, science. But the 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 fucking. Yeah, what if phrase? it's just hello there? Yeah, hello there. Everybody yeah. you meet, you could be like, well, I wonder if this what is. If, it. What if it was like, what's up, bitch? Like, you know, pop that pussy, bitch. Like, well, that, well, that's something that I wouldn't yeah. normally hear someone say immediately. That's true. So, I okay, know. I don't know. So, I get the pick from one of these tropes. Yes. Okay. And that's the one I'm going to read to you. But these, so I just wanted, I wanted to lay down the foundation of the the soulmate trope. It's a real thing. Mm. Sometimes, um, they're they're they deal with what you know if the person dies. Sometimes if the if the the phrasing's weird or just like hello, mm. the whole point of the story is that person trying to figure out who their soulmate is, ah, and they're like, well, let me see what your arm says, so I know if I said the right thing. Mm. So the the options I'm giving you are yes. the giver, you see color for the first time, okay. You feel the person's emotion until you meet voodoo doll, and sometimes the person dies before you meet them. And what happens to you? You uh, are like always in pain because that person died. That's sad. Yeah. Is this a TikTok thing? I mean, a TikTok thing. Is this a is this, this is a, a fan general fanfic thing? thing. This you, is, you can find like hundreds of thousands of this is kind of beautiful fanfics like this. I wonder who. Where did it start? Do you think? I have literally no idea. Yeah, it's very hard to trace these things. It really is Star um, Trek. That's what it started. The watch. Yep. The watch one is very interesting. Uh huh. I already said the color. Um, the one on your arm. The arm words. Yeah, and then there's one where the tattoo of what your first love says shows up when you turn thirty. 
which is it's, it's an arm one, but it's an age-restricted arm one, so I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. Um, I'm kind of interested in the watch one. I was and really hoping you'd say the watch ticking one. Ticking and talking is kind of the theme of this episode, so let's do the watch one. We're going to do the watch one. We're doing watch. We're looking for... We're the watchmen. We're doing the watchmen. We're watch doing man. the watch. Okay. This is the watchman episode. So the, I'll tell you what the fandoms were for all the other things, and then... So here's what it, this is like. Here's, here's what you missed out on. Yeah, this is, I picked door number this is, three. Let's make a deal. All right, Wayne Brady, let's do this. Song. Let's do this. <laughs> I got the song. So one's called Adventures in Soulmates. It's a community-themed, oh. and it's Troy and Abed. Okay, I'm glad I missed that Yeah, one. I didn't really yeah, do it, but it was a good example. And that one held both the color and the um, phrase. Okay. And it's interesting because it's it's Troy saying, do you want to join my, my um, study group? My Spanish study group. Oh. And Abed. Just, I thought it would say Troy and Abed in the morning. morning. Yeah. Um, and then it's about how they're straight, but then they grow to fuck each other. Great. So that's one. Um, I need to read that. That is not the one. That's the <laughs> that's one we're going to do. This one is called Hurt, and it's a Mandalorian ex-reader. Ooh. And that's the emotion one. Ah, I kind of, I wish I had, I kind of, we can always, I, when you, when you find out what the other one is, we can always switch if you want. Hit it. I'll give you that. No, I made my choice. I'm sorry, Wayne. I made my choice. No, door number you, three. The one where you turn 30 is a Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, God. With Amy. <laughs> okay. Would you like to guess what the watch, the watch is? is? I'll give you a hint. We have covered it in a Drabble Fest. We've covered the Phantom in a Drabble Fest. Actually, the specific ship we've covered in a Drabble Fest. The Tovlo one. I don't know. Tovlo. Remember, didn't we do one where the, there was like two musicians and they were like, oh, oh that was Halsey. Halsey. And, um, That's my guess. What's her ch- Melanie Martinez. Yeah, I don't know who mine. No, no, That's the same guess. episode. Yeah. It was, it, so it's from the same episode. It was one of mine. Pass. Tweak und Craig. Oh. It's a Tweak and Craig. Okay, so we're going to go to South Watch Park. Vic. All right. Yeah. I like, the, I like the watch idea. Here we go. Only time can tell. Beautiful name. Um, also, it's South Park, so I assume it's going to kind of be making fun of it because what South Park fan is like, oh, woo, like I love this idea of soulmates. Yeah, so I, I just want to talk about the Tweaking Craig concept mm-hmm. just for a little bit because I think it like reflects. It's like it was meta. It's a meta that it's even we're so covering. It's so meta and we're covering it. And it is like, it's one of those things where like you'll see the sign like don't touch the button and then you touch the button anyways because mm-hmm. it told you not to mm-hmm. that's sort of what the like Tweak and Craig fanfic or Tweak and Craig pairing has become mm-hmm. because they were making a statement on how people online mm-hmm. can pair you know couples up and then they'll actually become paired right so what do they do they have all the Asian girls at school draw a yaoi mm-hmm. of Tweak and Craig and they actually commissioned yaoi artists <laughs> to draw <laughs> Tweak and Craig that's amazing so that's hilarious and then, because all the Yaoi girls are drawing them together, everyone just assumes they're a gay couple, even though they're not. Mm. Um, Craig's dad gets really upset about it. Yeah. Um, PC Principles gives them a lot of money for being gay. Mm-hmm. And um, then they end up becoming boyfriends. Because they like society's telling them to be in a relationship. They have no other choice. So already, that's a meta-commentary on the fan fiction community yep. doing these pairings. And like just like the input that fans have yeah. on work. And so now, the most popular fanfic pairing for South Park is Tweak and Craig. Because everyone writes fanfic about them. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're lovers. They're soulmates. <laughs> so it's just, it, I just love the idea it's, of South Park doing that and it becoming a thing. Yeah. Like, like in their universe, creating it that then affects yeah. our universe. Exactly. And they the way they did it was they picked, if you don't watch South Park, Tweak and Craig are like not important yeah. or main characters at all. Yeah. It's like the same way that people can sniff out just any background yeah, character and basically. make them the biggest thing. That's a good point. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's mean, not like it's two people we see. Every, it's like two no. people who like maybe have had one episode for Yeah, them. but like the the way that one looked at the other, they're like, there was chemistry there. They fuck. <laughs> you know that yeah. uh, pro ZG on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one where it's like how sh- anime ship be and it's like one person like oh Tomoko I like you and they're like oh, oh they fucking and then it's like the other person's like what are you talking about and then the other one says something else and he goes oh they fucking like that's what it is with T- yeah, yeah. That, guy's, that guy's great that yeah that guy great. is really good um, definitely watch him he's like 30 second videos yeah really funny yeah I love his one about like a really good like play in a card game yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah I tap my hand out my notes so good yeah I have three moo counters. Yeah, yeah, that's right. How am I going to get past the toll you pay? Well, I yeah. tap it three times. <laughs> okay, play the farmer, which allows me to tap two more. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah, he also has that, and he has this really weird, like, backstory in, because almost all the jokes are, like, board games or anime, stuff he's interested in. Good for him. And one of them is, like, he has this, like, really long, overarching narrative with one of the animes, and so he's, like, selling merch about it now. Mm-hmm. So I just think that's funny. Yeah. Um, so, only time can tell. Let's do it. A Tweak and Craig. Chapter one. So a spaz and a guinea pig walk into school, which are references to other episodes of South Park. 
Notes. Hey, so I read this US-UK fic. I don't know what that is. US-UK fic? U- United States, UK, United Kingdom? I'm assuming. Yeah. Like this, and I immediately thought, this has to be a South Park thing. So I used that as my inspiration to write this. I stole, man. Okay. It moved. It moved. At the moment, Tweak was freaking the fuck out. His watch wasn't supposed to move. He didn't have a true lover, because no one would be able to love him that way. His clock really was never supposed to move. Besides... Man loves way too much pressure. He clutched his hair and let out a shriek. Despite his obvious state of distress, no one looked twice at him because he was Tweak, and Tweak was someone who just screamed in the middle of the hallway. Nothing out of the ordinary. It has to be a mistake, he thought. He knew that wasn't true. Watches were the most accurate thing in the world. If you didn't follow what they told you, then you'd spend the rest of your life miserable. Side, side real quick. We should have done, this should have been a Ben 10 fan That would have been really good. Watches. Yeah. Been really good. Yeah. Um, just look at Butters' parents, for example. A mother and father whose watches never moved, and now they're stuck with each other. Dang. Watches were never these things that are attached to your soul. You can never really get rid of it. Everyone's watch is stuck at 12 when they're born, and it doesn't move until you fall in love. Hmm. Well, it doesn't move until you've fallen for your true love. After that, the hands of your clock continue to count down until your clock has made a full rotation, and it's back at 12. And, as the countdown continues, everyone who's not that special person slowly starts to disappear. One week, you only have one week before everyone but one person in your life is gone. The only way to fix it is is to connect your watches. Then you're with that person forever. You gotta link it up like what USB C. Oh god, I guess. What if it's a really hard one to get? What if it's like uh, that VG like computer one? Oh, I don't have I don't have one of those. I don't have one of those either. I I, I will say the the uh, the subtext here of the watch being a metaphor for time. I mean, just look your at your time's that. running out. Your time's running out. So already, I didn't know this twelve. Is that also a thing? Like it starts. That was what I was gonna say. Is like what's the importance well, of being a watch? It just starts on the the top but like if it runs out of time you're, you're done yeah hmm okay yeah I'm liking it I like how they explained it yeah does every every watch fic I'm calling them tiktok I don't know how many tick I'm tic calling fix. them thick fox I don't know how many thick fox there are honestly okay. this is the only one that I found because some people get really creative with them cool so I think you know the watch idea isn't bad by the way this was written by mystic with two Y's boy b-o-i nice mystic boy I like that name so we have a, a break here it wasn't his own eyes that first saw the ticking hands of his clock. It was Clyde. The dumbass was going off on a tangent again about Mr. Garrison's class and didn't really seem to care all that Craig was giving in response was a nod and a steely-eyed look when his eyes wandered towards his watch. There was a brief second in which he was silent, and then he began to screech for Token to come, and like the whipped little puppy he was, he came running. Do you want to make Token that character who's like a whipped little puppy? Is that a good idea? Whatever. It's not a great look. It's not a good look. To say that there was a big commotion would be an understatement. Craig Tucker has always had his fair share of admirers, and by admirers, he means batshit crazy girls, and some guys, who thoroughly believe that he was somehow their soulmate. Mm. Don't get him wrong, the whole watch thing had been a pretty successful thing in the past, but he was pretty sure he didn't have one. He didn't have time to process it much, though, because Clyde was Clyde, and wasn't quiet about anything, and it wasn't even two hours after he had discovered that, this that everyone else in school knew about it, too. So here's my question. When you're born with it, do you get, like, a cool watch to fit your personality? You get bands every year? I don't know. Is like, it part of your skin? Like, can you I, take it off when you shower? I'd like to think, so many questions. I'd like to think that I have a pocket watch. Like, mine would be a pocket watch. Yeah, all right. And then they give you a fedora when you're born, too. No, just a monocle. Just a monocle. Hmm. I, wouldn't, I just want to be a train conductor. <laughs> he chose to use the back of the school as his hiding place. This one's Sir Topping Haddam. Sir Topping Haddam. Seen as how the only people who actually went back there were the goths, and they could care less about what the rest of the school was doing. He gave a brief sigh of relief. He hoped he would find his soulmate soon so that he could stop all this madness. Craig was accustomed to a certain stable, boring, monotonous lifestyle, and being chased by groups of crazy teenagers didn't fit into that mold one bit. Mm, Craig! A voice asked. Craig froze for a second, thinking he had been found out immediately. Relaxed as a voice processed in his head. Tweak, he said blankly to the boy as he turned to face him. He looked like he usually did. Clothes disheveled, his hair all over the place, and his eyes gave off the impression that he never slept, which was almost true. All in all, he looked like a mess, but Craig couldn't help but find it kind of endearing. The thought didn't shock him. He had come to the same conclusion about his best friend many times, and he learned to just roll with it. What are you doing here? Tweak asked. I sound like my Morty impression, but it's okay. <laughs> I could ask you the same thing, Craig thoughtful thought, but instead of saying that, he just shrugged, leaned against the side of the building, and closed his eyes. Craig could hear a bit of awkward shuffling, and then there was a sudden warm presence on his right. Warm. Super warm. Almost unbearable. His eyes shot back open to look at the doe-eyed boy as spark shot up his body and made him feel a bit queasy. Tweak gave him a weak smile that went along perfectly with his sleep-deprived face. There was a thermos held out to him in shaking hands. Craig looked at the thermos to Tweak with a questioning gaze. It's cold out, he stated, and gave the thermos a shake, as if to draw Craig's attention to it again. 
Craig wasn't a coffee person by any means, and he didn't really drink the stuff, save for the few times he actually cared about a project enough to stay up late to finish it. Dude, they're in third grade. Yep. But compared to the rare times he did, there was an even rarer chance of Tweek sharing his own. He took the thermos out of Tweek's hands and took a sip. All the while, Tweek looked at him with an eager expression. It's good, he said, and handed Tweek back his coffee. That's good, Tweek shouted. His hands sc- seemed to shake more than they usually did. Ah, I mean, I'm glad that, that you like it. I'll bring an extra cup for you tomorrow, then. Craig was about to protest, then Tweek's eyes widened, and he let out another tick and started to stutter out an excuse. I, I-, I have to go to uh, my-, my locker needs uh, and check for secret agents, and yeah, he said before scurrying back to the- into the school. Craig stared at him, his previous words still on the tip of his tongue. He blinked and then looked at his watch. 1.30 was the current time, and it was stuck at. He looked back at the school door with wide eyes. During his scramble to get inside the building, Craig had gotten a good look at Tweek's pocket watch, and Craig had no doubt what he saw. He does have a pocket watch. Yeah. Tweek's watch wasn't on 12. No. It was clearly on 1.30. Holy shit. Holy shit, indeed. So, we've done a soulmate fic for South Park, and we could keep going. I, the Mandalorian one really wasn't that bad. Hmm. It, it, I just, I like the Mandalorian ex-reader idea, um, but you become a big family with Baby Yoda. I was about to say, he could have joint custody over yeah, the little B.Y. Yeah, yeah, little B.Y. Will be why. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many questions about it. Like, yeah. uh, do you take it off? Does it run out? What, what's the deal? Is that, you obviously a little baby can't wear it. Yeah, maybe. You also, get how it. weird is it if it, like this is my question? What if a little baby just like is wearing its watch, and it's like you know babysitter who's like 20 like walks in and their watches start ticking. It happens, man. Love's age is the number, bro. Age just a number, bro. But it's unfortunate that you met them so yeah, early. It's really gross. Awkward. Yeah, now you got to yeah, wait. It's very awkward. It's really weird. True love waits though. True love waits for God, right? And no man. And no man. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're hearing this, kids, who are brought in by the TikTok, wait until you're married. Mm-hmm. Abstinence is the 100% effective method for birth control. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that a good thing to be teaching kids? That's, I mean, that's been our message, right? I think so. We're staying on brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what do you think? What do you think? I really like, criticism's I, concerns? I really like the concept. It's short. It's short. It's very yeah. short. I like the fact that it's like, you know. Yeah. He just realized that at the same time, oh no. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. But, you know, maybe subconsciously starts feeling these feelings. I have another question. It's like, yeah. in this instance, these are people who interact frequently. Yeah. They're classmates. Yeah, when you... They're friends. Why did your clock just start ticking? Why did it just start ticking? But then I think, well, he just started noticing these things. Yeah, yeah. Though. It's like, when you're like a little, you know, no, I never... I'm not noticing that. I never like had like a experience where I was like with the same group of kids all yeah. through elementary. I've been different really? elementary, oh, yeah, different yeah, yeah. middle, different high school. So yeah. So really, really to go off on a tangent, I've been in the same place. You know, I had been in the same place until I was eighteen, and then I went off to college. Ryan moved around a bunch. We found out afterwards that he actually lived uh, town over for me for what a year, couple years, yeah, couple years, yeah, yeah. three, or four yeah. Years, we used yeah. to go to all like the same spots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's inter- it was just cool to be like, oh, we actually used to live in the same place, uh, but didn't meet each other until college. So. No, um, so. Yeah, it's like you have that person that you're like, you know, friends with, mm-hmm. or you know, but then there's just the one day. Look at him or when you're a kid, you be, you know, you become more mature, you start having yeah. those feelings, or just there's something different about it. that's when the clock starts. I like that. I, I like, like the clock yeah. idea. It's bizarre. It's got so so many yeah. holes in it. Yeah. So many holes. Yeah. It, it feels like if someone wrote a book about this, half the book would be explaining the rules of the clock. Well, that's what half this fic was. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I was like, oh that's my God. Point. This is a ton of exposition, which I like. Yeah. I, I needed it. Yeah. And then it just was kind of like a little, meh, yeah. a little snippet. Yeah. How many words was that? Um, well, see, like I said, it, it keeps going, but it's like them developing the relationship. Oh, that's kind of nice. To me, it's... So it's probably like 25,000 words? Uh, no, the whole thing is 3,100. This first part is only about 1,000. Okay. Yeah. But it's, I think we got, the, we got the flavor for it. We got the flavor, that's what I'm saying. And you, you chose one that was specifically a little shorter. The Mandalorian one was kind of long. But this is the one five thousand words. This is the one that interested me. The that most. was... You wanted to hear the clock thing. Because I think... The, I wanted a fic fuck. The gimmick for the... Mandalorian one was the emotions like you can feel what the other person's feeling mm-hmm. and like it's good that's good because you never know what he's feeling under that helmet exactly you never know what yeah. Pedro Pascal's feeling under there yeah. yeah and you're like the only person in the world that understands what they feel uh huh I'll, I'll spoil it it ends with him taking his helmet off for you classic yeah classic yeah so it's an interesting fic um but I, li- I like uh, I like the concept of the soulmate thing you know, like there's this thing in the universe that sets everybody on this path but then think about this. Like, think about how... And this, I mean, if you, if you want to really trace the philosophical questions that this brings up, it mm-hmm. goes back to, you know, medieval Christianity, probably past that. Because, you know, the whole idea of, like, the predestination, if you know that your soulmate, whatever that means, has a thing on your arm, then you're just looking for that thing, and mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, well, I just have to be with this person for no reason. Mm-hmm. The arbitrary reason is this thing. Right. 
And you're like, how many? So here's my question: In the soulmate universe, what's the divorce rate? Yeah, well, that, that I really like that part they included yeah. about uh, Butters, Butters' parents. parents yeah. How they are Montekia. their Montekia's parents. Their yeah. their clocks aren't ticking. Um, what does that mean? Have they not had that moment yet? Is like a tweet and Craig thing where like maybe one day yeah. they look at each other and it's like. Boing, I mean, tick, tick, yeah, tick, tick, yeah, tick, yeah. tick, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, oog, oog, and yeah. also, like, these clocks, we don't know what the deal It's not a societal-based no. thing. Is this an episode? This would be a great episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. It'd be fantastic yeah. if it was, like, based Especially on some with the clocks. Of, if it was based on some sort of algorithm. Yeah. That's, like, Bluetooth oh, where they sync up, right? And then maybe at the end you find out that this guy's, like, hacking them. You just wrote a sci-fi matter. book. I just wrote an episode of Black Mirror, but it's, you know, very not fleshed out, so it seems more like that Choose Your Own Adventure Black yeah. Mirror, so it was bad. Was that Jabberwocky? Right? Whatever, yeah. I don't know what it was called. Um, That's from Into the Looking Glass. Or In the Looking Glass. Through the Looking Glass. Yes. Uh, The little poem at the end. And also the weird movie with Johnny Depp where the Jabberwocky, for one reason, plays a huge role. It's a dragon. Yeah, I know, but like, they don't fight it in any of the books, but they just like needed to make video games and action figures. Yeah. Beside the point. Mm -hmm. To your point, like, is it like a destiny thing? Who's making the watches? Are they just like in a drawer at the hospital? Are they imbued in some way? Do they get... Blessed when you pop out of your mom, does a watch come too? Right there, right after. We're waiting for the watch. We're waiting for yeah. the watch. What if you don't have a watch? What if you break your watch? That's a, what if it smashes? These are all really good questions um, that I don't have answers for. But if you're like those two people, yeah, let's say it's a societal thing. Yeah. We do live in a society. We live in a society. You're with each other. Your watches aren't ticking. Are you just like the whole time like, well, my watch isn't ticking, so I'm not even going to try. It's not yeah. even worth it. You didn't say the phrase. I'm not even going to try. You could still find happiness. Yeah. Maybe it's not your soulmate, but you can still find that. Yeah. But your watches aren't taken. You live in a society where you know that's not it. So here's a question. That's you... the perfect allegory for our society. We're always looking for more. Yeah. Like, here's a person who I have a great time with, but no, oh, watch isn't ticking, so see Sorry. you later. Yeah. Sayonara. Sayonara. What happens if uh, the tattoo one, you get in a fire? Part of your arm burns. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, what, what happens if the... the then it cha- they have goes to say, away. They have to say whatever it is. Maybe you, like, meet someone and they're, like, drowning and they're like... Oh, and you're like, that's it. <laughs> you know... <laughs> no, like, that's... Okay, what if you're born in the, the, the tattoos in another language? That'd be lit. That's so crazy. You'd be traveling so the world. So what do you world. do? You just, and then how do you... You can't recognize it. You don't know the fucking language. So you spend half your life learning Mandarin. To learn you didn't know Mandarin beforehand. Yeah. Now you do. Yeah. Because you came out and it's fucking Chinese characters. You go to your, China, you go to your, China, your, your Mandarin teacher and you're like, can you tell me what this says? And they go, hmm, da, da, da. And they say it. And you're, and like, you're like, oh, God damn it. You're this fucking soulmate now. Like, there's so many questions brought up by the soulmate idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're interesting to explore. And it's like, in that world... Would people recognize that as a societal thing or not? And I, I, it's almost like our society now, but we just don't have this. Yeah. Like, we have this other feeling that we're waiting for. We don't have a watch that no. tells us, but we're yeah. waiting for this feeling. Right but time. it's the same idea where it's yeah. like, I'm looking for this, yeah. and I'm going to throw away everything that's not it. Yeah. Or if you were the Christian kids that went to my high school, and you dated all through high school, you got married right after so you could have sex. Mm-hmm. And that was your watch. <laughs> Your watch you're ticking. Have sex. You then in that in that situation, yes, everyone is born with a watch, yeah. <laughs> and that baby starts to tick. It starts, starts to tick. It starts wanting to tick. I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. And then I'll, the other thing that I'll say is that I think this is interesting because it's this this web between yeah. all the fan fictions. You don't just sit down one day and you're like, "Hmm, I'm going to happen upon this idea about watches." You're yeah. Like, you are inspired to write fan fiction by another fan fiction yeah. that you read. So now this is fan fiction spinning itself off and, mm-hmm. and sparking other fan fiction. Yeah, different ideas. I'm trying to find the genesis. What what is the campfire that started this, this inferno of what fandom fix? What fandom did it start yeah. in that it spread all the way up to yeah. Northern California? What fandom menace can we blame on this? Yeah, but it's an interesting concept. It I is. like it. I think it's a good idea. Yes. I think it's a fun thing to explore. Yes. Um, and I, you know, if you really want to read in, into it, like we do, because we're a fan fiction podcast and mm-hmm. we have that ability. Um, you know, what does that say about you know? predetermined issues what does that say about uh you know destiny if you believe in those things what does it say about that um you know are those commentaries on that is that someone remarking on it um if you're born and you're in the world where all the um you know the the tats the tats and your tattoo is the little drawing ryan did of me doing the tiktok e-boy eye roll do you fall in love with me when you see me on TikTok for the first time, yeah. What and if, if that's an, the case? What if it's an emoticon? Yeah, if that's the case, <laughs> do you are you just scrolling through TikTok looking for that one? What if what if the person? This is another thing. What if it's the fucking phrase thing? You're on TikTok or you're on and Vine you or hear whatever, it, yeah. and you hear the phrase and you're like, it's digital. Does that count? Yeah. What is it digital? Yeah. And then there've got to be repeat phrases. What if it's yeah. a recording and or, or what yeah. if what if there's someone really popular who hasn't found their soulmate yet, 
and they become, uh, you know, they're celebrity, they're really popular, and then they're just like walking through crowds and people are screaming it at them because they've seen it. They're trying to, they're trying to do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Got to cover that stuff up. up. If you're willing to be sold into sex slavery to a TikTok e boy who <laughs> eye rolls at you, you're more than willing to find out what their fucking thing is and then read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, hey, I, I'm a savage. Yeah, I'm a savage. <laughs> I'm a savage. <laughs> Ratchet bougie. Bloody. I'm a savage. Bloody. <laughs> or uh, uh, I guess that's my soulmate. Charlie, Charlie, tell your dad I said thank you. Like, <laughs> like uh, yeah. So I feel gross saying that, by the way. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. That means you're uh, you're an old head. I'm an old I was going to say you're normal, but no, it means you're old. I'm an old head. <laughs> you're, you're old. You don't have sex with a, a little girl. You're old. Yep. So. Uh, well, I would uh, like to be the oldest man in the world then, so that's fine. Uh, well, interesting. So, any, any criticism? I think it was well written. I think it was yeah, straightforward, it's fine. simple. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm sure the rest of it's awful, but yeah. you know, I, I liked it. It was a, if, they, if I was going to give anybody like a, a starting point yeah. for what the this watch is, is yeah. I would give them that one. If you if this person originated the watch idea, hats off. Fedora's off. Fedora's off. I liked it. If not, great. Great job stealing. Yeah. You said you stole. So that's a good it. starter. Yeah, that's a good thing to steal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so interesting. I like it. We have the the. Well, they said they stole it. They said they straight up stole it. So. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure they got. Maybe something. they just maybe they're just saying they stole the concept of the soulmate thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We have that on our belt. I like it. We've been there. Brian, I can't believe you, you pick a pocket watch. It's so. I don't know. Nah. Ryan, what are you stoked on? Um, well, I went to the beach. I'm very sunburned, so I wish I could say I was stoked on like aloe vera, but yeah. I'll skip that. Uh, very good tip from a Floridian. If you get super sunburned, it doesn't like you know magically cure it overnight. But uh, Earl Grey tea actually mm. really helps. There are antioxidants in it that your skin can absorb. Interesting. The real thing. I've done that before. I've used uh, Barbasol with with uh, menthol or whatever. Really? Men, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. That'll that'll take it the color right off. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. It's weird. Uh, but I'll try the tea because I'm in uh, I'm in immense pain right now. It really no, it really suits it. I'm honestly. not wearing a shirt right now. This is my skin. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, it's a deep red color. <laughs> um, I thought those nipple graphics on your shirt were weird. Yeah, they're new. Um, yeah. I'm stoked on... I've been watching it nonstop. I love West Wing. Okay. I'm, have you ever seen West Wing? No. It's so good. Yeah. It's just classic. Aaron Sorkin is the writer. It's such like a play. When Every, was it? This is like probably like 90s? 98. Started in 97, Only 90s 98. Only 90s kids and kids who are obsessed with 90s on Netflix will okay. remember. But... Um, it's just a great ensemble cast, and the way I love it, I'm sure everyone says, duh, duh, duh. You know, everyone talks about yeah, West Wing, yeah. wins all these awards, whatever. But it's so much like a play. It's written. It's got this incredible pace to it. Nice. You, you have to put everything down. You have to watch it, yeah. which I really appreciate. Um, what platform are you watching on? I watch it on TV. TV? Oh. Because what? it's like you have to. What really, the fuck's yeah. TV? Because like, and you got to put the stuff away. No, but like, is it on Netflix? Is it on Hulu? It's on Netflix. Okay, that's what I was Netflix. asking. I watch on on because you can't be like, oh, like let me do this while I'm doing. I do. I see people on the fucking subway. Like watching shows and then like walking through the fucking mm-hmm. like subway stops, like, and it's like you, you can you can watch The Office. You like don't that. care about the thing you're watching enough to yeah. just like passively watch it. Yeah, or like people who are on their phone for ninety percent of whatever they're yeah. watching. But I do that. I do that. I'm on my phone ninety percent of this podcast. Computer. That is, you actually are. I don't even yeah. listen. Yeah, but uh, this show really forces you to sit down, listen. It's got a great pace, rhythm, mm-hmm. every scene. Um, it's so tight. Like everything is everything that's mentioned has a meaning and yeah. a purpose. It's just like. Yeah, amazing writing. Good. At least, you know, the first season and a half yeah, that yeah, I've watched. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's a great show. I'm not going to lie. You threw me through a loop about your stuff done. I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. We'll save it, though. We'll save it. I'll let you, I'll let you say it. Maybe that's what I'm stoked you on. You always have an issue remembering what you're stoked on. Mm-hmm. Like, finding something to be stoked on. So I don't want to take this. When I was this. scooting down here. I know what I'm, I'm actually stoked on. I can't say. I'll, let me throw another little side stoked it's on. Rebel? It's Revel. Oh, my God. Revel is the scooter sharing app of New York City, and maybe it's awesome. <laughs> It is sweet. You hop on your scooter, you put your helmet on, you get on the app, you zip down to wherever you're going, you hop off, you look like a badass. Yeah. It is convenient. But the question is, is it more or less safe than the subway right now? It's probably less safe than the subway. It's a, it's, <laughs> you are it's putting a, a helmet on. It's just a very dangerous thing yeah. in general. Yeah. Yeah. That's but what I'm stoked You're stoked on Rebel. Got it. Um, I, you know, you're going to make fun of me, Ryan. You already have because I told you I was going to be stoked on. Everyone's going to make fun of me. I've finished the main Dune Chronicles. That's the name of Dune what do you mean 8, main? 1 through 8. <laughs> so main, so there's more. There's a main story. Okay. There, there are eight books. I feel like you've always Six been Six written like, by Frank Herbert. You, so that's when you finish the Frank Herbert ones. I'm like, okay, he's done. And you're like, I'm moving on. Yeah. And now you're done with the main. So Frank Herbert wrote, so you have Frank Herbert wrote the main six. Frank, main, and what? He expanded universe? The Duneverse. The Duneverse. The expanded Duneverse. Frank wrote the main six, Flawless. He passed away before he was able to finish them. There's there's a 
long foretold seventh book in the series. And allegedly... you said there were eight. There's a long foretold seventh book in the series that allegedly Frank Herbert had over a thousand pages of notes worth in a safety deposit box. And when he died, his son Brian did not know about it. Then Brian got a call from the bank. The bank said, hey, we have your dad's safety deposit box. He's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. They're like, well, come down and get it. Mm -hmm. He opened it up. Boom. There's a story in there. For years, decades, literally decades, Brian had been fielding offers from different science fiction authors. Please let me finish this with you. Yeah. Please let me finish it. Brandon Sanderson. I want to do it. Yeah, I please, want it. Please, please, please. Brian was saying no. Kevin Anderson, of all people, who is famous for writing the Thrawn trilogy in Star Wars, um, which is no longer canon, approached him and said, let's just read over your dad's notes. Read over them. Kevin's like, Brian, I think we need to do this, buddy. Mm. And Brian it would be the first to admit he is not his father. And he's like, all right, let's fucking do this, Kevin. So they wrote the Houses trilogy, which is a prequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. It takes place before the first book. Then they wrote the um, Legends trilogy, which takes place approximately 15,000 years before the first book. And if you read it, it has to do with the Butlerian Jihad and mm -hmm. the Machine Crusade. Mm -hmm. And then they wrote, they couldn't, fi they couldn't figure out how Frank was going to do it in one book. So mm -hmm. then they wrote... Um, Dune 7 and Dune 8. Some people call it Dune 7 Part 1 and Part 2. Whatever you want to call it. Just like Twilight Part yeah. 2. Dune 6, the last one that Frank wrote, ends on a cliffhanger. It's Chapter House Dune. It's the biggest cliffhanger in the entire fucking series, and then he had to die. What How long, what's, the, what's the time period between 6 and 7 Part 1? Um, like, in real seven, life? No, real life, like, oh, writing real life. and publishing. I think, he, I think he published Chapter House in 82 or 85. Okay. 2009. Or, oh! no, 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 2006? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so it's like... And it, it was like... Dune was considered the, like the like largest science fiction um, series that was never going to be completed. Oh, my goodness. And so the thing is... That's you, painful. It's super painful. So you go into it, and you have all these people... Like, if you look at their reviews, they're like, fuck these books, they're so bad. Like, it is not anything... And I, I, I was on Twitter. I had people tell me, like, don't even touch the Brian yeah. and Kevin books. Yeah. And for me, I'm like... Look, it's like the sequel trilogy in Star Wars. Everyone's yeah. like, that's so... Just leave it. Okay, yeah. my thing is... Star Wars ended. Yeah, it's true. It did end. Dune did not. Yeah. And so I would like going into it. I'm like, I'm not going to get the version that Frank was going to tell. Right. I know that. I just want to know what the story was going to be. I want to know what his idea was. Right. Sure. And there are questions of whether or not they actually followed what he wanted. And there are legitimate concerns because when you read it, you're like, uh, I don't really know if he was going to do that. What I'll tell you, I was not convinced that they did Frank's original ending until 100 pages until I was done with the whole thing. Interesting. I read all of the seventh book. And most of the eighth, thinking they fucked it, hmm. and then I got to the end and I was like, no, they didn't. I think I think this is what he was going to do this whole time. Hmm. Because okay, it just it kind of it all comes together. And I will say it's not you. It's very clearly not written by Frank Herbert. Um, it's a little more pulpy. It's a little more science. You know, a little more yeah. Star Warsy. Yeah, I mean, it's not him. Yeah, it's not him. If you're expecting that, honestly, you're kind of brain dead. If you're expecting a Frank Herbert book to be written by his son and, and Kevin Anderson, hey, it's his son. It's this. It's the same genes. Yeah. Why can't they write the same? No. Um, I liked it. I like the way it ended. Um, it was a little too abrupt for me, but that is sort of a thing in the Dune world that the books end a little abruptly. Mm. I enjoyed it. I, I, I'm excited to read the other ones. They just announced, coming out October 13th, that there's going to be a new trilogy, and it's going to be focusing on Duke Leto before they go to Dune. So I'm, I already pre-ordered it. It's Duke called Leto The Duke Origins. of Caladan. Cool. I can't fucking wait. That sounds... That, that actually, I probably would be interested. Yeah. In. It, it, that's a little dicey, because he writes the Duke so well. He, the Duke is uh, so cool. you yeah. got to handle that. You really have to handle it. Mm. And there's... I don't know if it's... I don't know if... Because I haven't read them, but the House Trilogy, which is a prequel, which which is why that's the Harkonnens... And that's about, like, Viking addiction yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, being yeah. a douchebag doctor. Exactly. Exactly. It's why the um, the Harkonnens and the Atreides hate each other. That's perfect. That's that's, that's that trilogy. Here's the thing, though. Isn't that revealing too much? Isn't that like so the beauty of that's what I, that's what I was going like, to say? You know, when there's a joke and someone else explains it to you, and you're like, "Yeah, I, I got it," but now the joke's not funny because you explained it. Right. When you're reading six, when you're reading seven and eight, and you haven't read what they had written before, right? You feel like, dude, you're explaining the joke. Like you're explaining all the allure behind the Butlerian Jihad. I know nothing about it going into mm -hmm. the seventh one, mm -hmm. and that's what's fun about it. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm making these things up, and they're like over-explaining it. Yeah, to you. yeah. However, mm. with the way it ends, you're like, I actually needed that context. Okay. And you, 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 all of these prequel books, you're like, dude, you're explaining the joke. But if you like to live in that world, if you like yeah. that content, yeah, I suppose. You can, you don't have to read those. You yeah. can live in the mystery, and that's fine. Don't you don't it. have to watch Solo? No, you don't have to watch it. You don't need to know how he got his blaster because it's really fucking dumb. But your thing is that since it's books, like it's more optional. Yes, it's like not part of the main. Well, I no. can say the same thing about Solo, and that's why you hate it. Yeah. It's like he's talking about his blasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, didn't, you didn't have to. I watch didn't it. have to watch it. You no. didn't have to watch it. So the thing is, you know, if you like the Dune books, 
I'm telling you, you may or may not like the Kevin and Brian books. Just give them a chance. Mm-hmm. If, you, if, if you like them, especially if you read the main six, just read seven and eight to get the story. But you're saying in seven they do explain a little. They explain they explain a lot about the Butlerian Jihad, but they're referencing the trilogy that they wrote, the Legends trilogy. And so it's sort of like, originally you're like, are they just referencing this shit so they could shoehorn their own trilogy in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you realize, I realize There's at the reason. end, it almost seems like this was all stuff Frank was going to explain anyways. Maybe they wrote those to like warm up. Because yes. like, I don't want to touch the main series until I'm getting the grease yeah. the wheels a little bit. Yeah. Okay, that all makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think in book form, it's a little easier. And that's why everyone liked the expanded universe of Star Wars. Yeah. Where it's like, you like the movies? Awesome. Read all these books. So everybody yeah. likes the movies. If you want to spend more time, here are mm-hmm. books. It was a kiss of friendship. Sure. Did you see that? From, I don't know what that is. In uh, Star Wars 9, you know how oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kylo and Rey kiss? Yeah. In the book, it says it's a kiss of gratitude. Right. Well, just like when... Uh, it's not a romantic just, kiss. Just like when Luke kissed Leia. There's a lot of... <laughs> there's a lot of kisses in there that shouldn't be there. There's a lot of gratuitous, non... Yeah. Gra- yeah, all that. Yeah. Yikes. So, I'm, I finished them. I'm very stoked. I like them. Um, I just bought Hyperion by Dan Simmons. I'm excited to get started on that. Cool. It's another uh, big sci-fi universe. Whatever. Do it. So, that's what I'm stoked on. Doing nice. 7 and 8. I'm not look. There's nine more Dune books. A tenth one's coming out. Uh, nine more? Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Nine total. No, 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 no. There, are there nine more? Or Eleven more? There are eleven more Dune books huh. written by Brian and Kevin. One more coming out. So there's going to be twelve by October. I'm going to read them. So I'm going to be still. I'm going to be that's still on Dune for a while. That's thick, bro. Yeah, that's thick. That's so thick. Hope you enjoy it. Don't care if you don't. I'll be like rebel. Said, I'll be reveling regardless. We're boss girls. We're going to settle on the schedule. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm Alex. At uh, my, my co-host is Ryan. I don't think we said that again. This is Suck My Fanfic. Um, hope you enjoyed. If you liked it, share with your friends. Smash, like, and subscribe. I'm going to wait for the bombshell we reveal where it's, we're just one person. We can do, we can <laughs> do two, two voices. voices. Yeah. Really good at doing the two voices at the same time. Yeah. We just like sync yeah. it layer like Prince. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I like that. Uh, I, like I said, hope you enjoyed. If you like us, share with friends. Please rate and review us because we haven't had a rating in a hot minute. But whatever. Whatever. Honestly. If you don't like us, that's fine. We understand. Uh, we have a Discord now. I, it's on Twitter if you really care. If we'll ever use it. We like, can we can plot the overthrow of the government on there. Yeah. On Discord. I like that idea. Yeah. Get in the chat. Uh, also, fuck China. Yeah. Yeah, just a general one of those, real quick. Um, I hope you had a good day. Ryan, what should we remember? Uh, I just want to say, I don't know if anyone's listening. No one leaves reviews, so it doesn't matter. But you're listening. I care about you. We're like soulmates. My day, I go through my day. I go work. <laughs> everything's black and white. But whenever I record... I see in full color. And I want to thank you for that. Have a nice day.